Jerry weigh in on the day's sports conversation. It's the Daily Rewind. Start in the morning, Golik and Wingo on from 6 to 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 580. They had Tubby Smith on, American Athletic Conference uh, Tournament, going to start this weekend. And uh, Tubby Smith, he's the head coach at Memphis, used to coach at Kentucky, a couple of other stops as well. Uh, He said the other day uh, that he doesn't like that players transfer from schools, that allowing players to transfer teaches them to quit. Tubby Smith uh, wanted to clarify his comments. I don't begrudge a student athlete for, for wanting to make a move or a change because there are a lot of reasons. Maybe not playing as much as you thought. Maybe it's, you know he's just not happy. But in the end, we're talking about those commitments that you make, and there are a lot of things that influence changes in our day and time. And there's a lot of pressure. But opening up to just allow it to just happen is, to me, really opening up Pandora's box. That is Tubby Smith, Golick, and Wingo. I, I disagree with what Tubby Smith has to say. I, I love the freedom of players being able to transfer. In fact, I think that they should have more freedom. These players should be allowed to transfer without penalty. We see these college basketball coaches leave, jump from job to job to job. College football, too. And they're not quitting, at least in Tubby Smith's mind, from what he's saying. Are, are, are they are they quitting, Jerry? I, I don't know. I, I don't... Should they have to go through a petition process? Should it have to be approved? Maybe the destination, because they because you can go to another team. But I mean, I, I don't. Because you don't want kids going from one school in a conference to another, right? It doesn't bother me. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah, but like, they I think... know the playbook. They know the, the they they know the structure. Sure. Maybe you shouldn't be able to go to an in conference team, or maybe you shouldn't be able to go to a team that is on the school schedule in the next season. I I can understand that there. But for Tubby Smith to say these kids by transferring they're quitting. I, I disagree with. They're not quitting. They're looking for the best situation for them, just like any coach. Just like John Calipari goes from UMass to Memphis, then to Kentucky. Like John Calipari is looking for the place where he can best what? Win and move along his career. Same thing for these players. And coaches, they can coach their entire lives as long as someone is willing to employ them. These players get four years of eligibility, five if they get a medical hardship. That's it. They should be able to go where they feel the best comfortable and not have to waste years of their lives sitting out and to, to wait for eligibility. How about the Dan Lebitard Show, 10 to 1 right here on ESPN 580. Today, uh, Dan astonished and astonished, he's stunned by an admission from an NBA player. I'm startled as I read this that Kevin Love, punching bag for the NBA, has volunteered through the Players' Tribune to offer you his vulnerability in print. Like, I'm surprised that this is arriving at our doorstep. Well, that's why this is so valuable, is that the the mindset is, ah, shut up and play. Yeah, I wish, I, you know, I'd take his salary and, and uh, put up with a little anxiety. But it's more than that. And what he's doing takes so much more bravery than LeBron saying, no, I won't shut up and dribble. And, and the more athletes who stand up and admit to human frailty, uh, that's very powerful stuff. It, it's like when a celebrity woman who's going through breast cancer comes out uh, and, and doesn't hide uh, her situation, it, it it just helps so many people. It's it's the best use of the platform. That is the Dan Levitard Show, 10 to 1 right here on ESPN 580. Kevin Love today in the Players' Tribune writing a piece talking about the mental health issues that he has gone through this year. Back on November 5th before a game against the Hawks, he had at halftime what he described as a panic attack, uh, got help from the Cavaliers, went to a therapist. It's a read I'd recommend to anybody. Yeah. Are you ready to admit it now? By the way, Greg Cody was great today in Levitard. He was. But um, are you ready to admit today? What's the that? Players' Tribune's awesome. 
They're getting better quality. <laughs> they're getting better quality. I, I still don't believe that I follow the players, it all the time. The players aren't actually writing these things. Like I don't. No, believe I that. know that. Okay. But, but it gives them an outlet. It and, does. And how many good books have a ghostwriter? Oh, and I'm plenty. not talking about the ones there at Disney in the Haunted Mansion. Plenty. I mean, even Stephen Stephen Adams' autobiography that he doesn't remember is actually being made. Did you see that story last week? <laughs> yeah. Are you have a book coming about you? I don't know. Do I? Oh yeah, I do. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they are. They're getting better quality. The Shaquem Griffin letter last week yeah. was great. This one was great. Kevin Love really opens up about the panic attack that he had back on November 5th in this article, and it gives a very powerful bit of insight into how we view mental health uh, and society. And whoever wrote it. The visual he mm-hmm. draws of that game, I guess it was the 10th game of the year. It was. And yes. him coming out of halftime, or, you know, it just, it was incredible. Yeah, and and I commend Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan, who talked about kind of the dangers for those who struggle with mental health issues, because we should look at those mental health issues just like any other but injury. this wasn't this. This was almost an exploration of how anxiety affects players. Is, and, did and you how, get more than that yeah, out of it? I, I did. I got okay. a little more out of it when it comes to how we view professional athletes and how really men deal with their own emotions. I, I mean, like, I was raised in a household where it was, listen, I mean, express how you feel. You don't have to hide weakness. You don't have to hide, um, you know, if you're sad or something that like that. So I know it does, right? Because, I mean, I'm just, I kind of am who I am on here. But um, I was raised in that kind of an environment. Not everybody was. And Kevin Love even talks about going to a therapist and talking to him during the season uh, about about those issues. And I think right after that, by the way, the therapist went right to this bookie and put money on the Celtics to win the East. No? Maybe? Okay. Stephen A. Smith Show, 10 to 1, or 1 to 3, right here on ESPN 580. Today, uh, Stephen A. reacts to the rumors that the Philadelphia Eagles could trade Ke- uh, Nick Foles, and he says they should. Understand the reality of the situation. Nick Foles is an average to a slightly above average quarterback. And if you're the Philadelphia Eagles and you got Carson Wentz coming back, I understand he's an insurance policy, but you got to maximize his potential. You'll never be able to get more for Nick Foles than you can get for him right now. Get rid of him, period. And I don't mean that as disrespect to Nick Foles. Let him go someplace else, be a starting quarterback, maximize his potential. Goodbye. Now, I think Stephen A. Smith is smoking a little too much. The week! I don't know why the Eagles would get rid of Nick Foles right now. He's worth more now than ever. He No, he's worth more the first four weeks of the season when a contending team's quarterback gets hurt, and it happens every single year. Unless Denver gives them something for him. Because he'd be perfect in Denver. Of course you have to field all of the offers that you get and take them seriously, but also, we don't know if Carson Wentz is going to be back and ready to go by week one of the year. If I'm the Eagles... I'm telling Carson Wentz, take your time, big fella, because I watched Robert Griffin III do everything he could to come back as quickly as he could. And those injuries, if I remember correctly, happened very at very similar timetables. I know that Wentz's was, was a little bit earlier in the season because uh, RG3's happened kind of closer to the playoffs. But, I mean, RG3 did everything he could to come back, could not come back in time, re-injured it. I want Carson Wentz to just what take What is he worth right now? Right now? More than a first and a fourth, because that's what the Eagles got for Sam Bradford, and Bradford didn't play at the level that if Nick Foles If they wait did. too long, what did the Pats get for Garoppolo? A, a second, second round pick. All right, so there's the game. I think he's worth the first and a second to oh, the right lot. team. It's a lot, man. It is. To the right team. But yeah. you have to wait to see how these things kind of play out. Who gets injured? Well, I don't. We went I over it last week. The, the backup quarterback's can go worth, up. what, eight? They said the backup quarterback in the NFL I think it's a is, seventh the, round pick. is the eighth most oh, okay. valuable position on an NFL team. Okay. So okay. 
even as a backup. But where you're somewhere. trading him, you're not. No one, but no one is giving you a first and a fourth for a backup. So no. I would wait. I, I would wait right now. I don't know why everyone is. I don't know why everyone is 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 urging the Eagles to get rid of him and get rid of him now. The Eagles have too many questions themselves. That's the daily rewind. We take it through the day sports conversation here on live, local, and louder. Rewind in flavor. Rewind in discussion, like the rewind in flavor you get from an ice cold Yingling. It's free while gaming at Victory Casino Cruises. Uh, you can go online, victorycasinocruises.com, or call them at 855 Go Victory.